and welcome to Positively Pro-Life podcast. Positively Pro-Life is brought to you by the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation and aims to bring you inspirational stories and conversation, important legislative updates and informative interviews as we seek to restore and strengthen a culture of life. I'm your host, Remo Tenney, Education Director at the Federation, and I'm joined today by Maria Gallagher, who, as of today, is taking on the role of Acting Executive Director for the Federation. Welcome, Maria, to the show. Thank you so much, Remel. It's great to be with you today. As always. Um, and I'm so excited for what we have today, the, the conversation that we will be having, because Pennsylvania can boast of several pro-life movements and initiatives that predate Roe v. Wade. And today, we will be speaking with the president of one such organization, called the Pro-Life Union of Greater Philadelphia. Their activities range from public policy advocacy and social activism to education and outreach programs. And their mission is to uphold the truths that all persons are created equal, endowed by their creator, and possess the unalienable right to life from conception to natural death. But before we go into our interview today, here's Maria with her update for the week. Thank you so much, Remmel. The extreme nature of the pro-abortion lobby was on full display at the state capitol in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania last week. Democrat Governor Josh Shapiro bragged that he had canceled the contract for Real Alternatives after nearly 30 years of funding. Real Alternatives administered Pennsylvania's Pregnancy and Parenting Support Services Program which offered comprehensive counseling and support to pregnant women in challenging circumstances. The assembled crowd of pro-abortion legislators and Planned Parenthood officials applauded the governor's announcement in a chilling display of opposition to alternatives to abortion. As Planned Parenthood President Alexis McGill Johnson stated, Roe versus Wade was considered the floor of abortion access. Johnson and her cohorts want to go beyond Roe. In practical terms, that means state ballot initiatives that gut protections for preborn babies and their mothers. In a particularly stunning statement, the Planned Parenthood chief responded to the overturn of Roe by saying that supporters of the 1973 Supreme Court decision, quote, will be able to harness that outrage for generations to come. End quote. It is unclear how they will be able to arrive at generations to come if they continue to push to take the lives of innocent babies. Meanwhile, a midwife from Berks County issued these chilling words, I would love to be able to provide abortion. Currently, Pennsylvania law requires abortions be performed solely by physicians. A Planned Parenthood director capitalized on the language of the pro-life movement by claiming that her abortion operation provides life-affirming care. It is unclear how the death of babies could ever be defined as life-affirming. The money for real alternatives has now been redirected by the Shapiro administration to four groups that promote abortion. As our action alert, we'd like you to contact PA state lawmakers and let them know you object to the hijacking of alternatives to abortion funds for pro-abortion organizations. Remmel. Thank you, Maria, for that update. Um, the environment in Pennsylvania is, 
is clearly contentious when it comes to life issues. And, and I think that is why we continue our legislative and educational efforts. And today, uh, our guest is going is also one such organization, uh, is from one such organization that is that in, is involved in advocacy as well as educational efforts, and that is Tom Stevens. Um, Tom Stevens is the president and CEO of the Pro-Life Union of Greater Philadelphia and of the related Guiding Star Ministries. Tom has been an ardent pro-lifer since his college days in Villanova University and has led the work of the Pro-Life Union since 2018. And we're very excited to talk about all the life-affirming, the truly life-affirming work that he and his team are accomplishing in the greater Philadelphia, Philadelphia area today. So, Tom, welcome to Positively Pro-Life Podcast. Well, it's a thrill and a pleasure to be here today. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. We are very excited uh, to have you as well. Um, and I understand that the Pro-Life Union has been around for a lot of years. So can you give us a brief history of, of your organization? Sure. In 1971, the, the Pro-Life Union began as the Pro-Life Coalition. And it, it was John Stanton and some others and, and involved with State Representative Charlie Mullen and uh, just gathering around, seeing the storm that was coming and seeing the the uh, great battle for life. And uh, originally it started uh, uh, in a, a political way, being involved much more actually so than we are today. We're, we're no longer a, a 501c4, but we're a C3. So what we do now is we work with organizations like the Pennsylvania Pro-Life uh, Federation to, to be our lobbyists but we're advocating. But for over the years, what, what we've done is, is we've recruited. We've recruited people to be in front of abortion centers, which is so important. And we've educated. We've spread the message. We've let people know how they can take action, action with their legislators. And we've reached out to women. And, uh, and of course, that's, that's such a big part of what we do. In 1985, we produced the first alternatives brochure, which which in southeastern Pennsylvania alerted women and also people who are reaching out to women. Here are resources that you can turn to. Here's phone numbers you can call. Here, here's uh, eventually it became websites, but here's here's ways that you can find that you're not stuck just being hopeless, but there is actually real help out there. And then we we created a helpline uh, where people could fall, call in and uh, and get a person on the phone to talk them through and helpfully get them into a pregnancy resource center. And uh, I, I would say the biggest thing that the pro-life union has done is it's galvanized individuals into a movement in southeastern Pennsylvania and and enable people to be inspired, educated, and then activated so they could be out and about spreading the message, whether it was in their schools or, or in front of legislators or, or out in the, the public square uh, and uh, on demonstrations and activism. And so it's it's been a, a great history and mostly marked with people who are are saint-like 
in sacrificing their lives, their time, their money, so that they they could fight for the innocent unborn. It's a remarkable outreach that you do. And I'm wondering, do you work with 40 Days for Life or, or how does that come about? Yeah, so well, when we, we're called the Pro-Life Union and, uh, and we really are uh, a union of organizations. So, so we're uh, an individual organization, the Pro-Life Union, but we have associate member organizations that, that are all individual, but we work together. And so 40, Life, uh, 40 Days for Life is a member organization, Sidewalk Servants, and then uh, pregnancy resource centers and, and uh, uh, maternity homes and, and adoption resources and, and multiple organizations that are in the pro-life movement are are part of uh, individual, but part part of our organization. And so, for instance, forty days for life letters just went out for our office. So we we support member organizations, and so we just sent out the the letters to churches to say, will you please once again, will you will you have your church take responsibility for one day? And and so so we work hand in hand in any way that we can support an organization. We want to do that. We want to lift them up. And if there's a strength in in the uh, uh, being together, uh, we we want to do that. You mentioned about the pregnancy resource centers that you are associated with. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? How uh, how does that work? Sure. So, so we have about seven pregnancy resource centers in the greater Philadelphia area that are member organizations, Alpha Care, Hope Pregnancy Center, uh, Cradle of Hope. And, and what those pregnancy centers are doing, of course, is so important. And they're each in their own particular geographic area. So sometimes w- what we're able to do is, is if, if one center uh, is in West Philadelphia, and they have a mom who calls into their line in Northeast Philadelphia, we're able to provide a connection. And uh, sometimes we'll do something uh, where we have a, a meeting together, uh, like when Dobbs was happening, uh, there there was threats against pregnancy resource centers, you may recall. Mm-hmm. And what we did, we we organized a Zoom call and uh, many of the pregnancy resource centers uh, came on the line, and it just so happened that Alpha Care was a part of NIFLA, which is an organization that provides uh, legal support and help. And they had issued a bulletin. I didn't know about the bulletin. Most pregnancy resource centers didn't, but. Uh, Brooks Nearman from Alpha Care was able to inform us of, well, here's 20 recommendations about what to do to secure your pregnancy resource center. Here's the kind of glass you should you should put on the front uh, of your facility. Here's the type of security cameras. Here's if you're going to consider uh, security. This is what we recommend and a host of other items. And so, so just just being able to do something like that together uh, for particular circumstances is so great. And then we we do we have we have a very large mailing list. 
uh, email list and and we're able to when there's a need we're able to say hey there's there's an organization in uh north philadelphia and and they they need number one number three number five diapers and so mm-hmm. we put out a plea and and people will respond oftentimes we'll we'll put out here here just click on 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 these and you can order online and have it shipped right to the pregnancy resource center or or ship it to our office and and we have a regular every other week we have somebody on Knights of Columbus person who comes picks up and delivers to different resource centers so uh so it's good. I, the the power in numbers is really significant. That's just remarkable, and I I think that sometimes people think of Philadelphia as a place of darkness, unfortunately, and a culture of death. But you are a beacon of hope and light in that area. Oh my gosh, Maria! Uh, well, first of all, if you were a Jesus, Jesus follower, like I am, and you are, and Rebel, I bet you are too. We're, we, you know, you can't help but be a hope and light because you're baptized. And so you've got, you've got the one uh, who is the light of the world inside of you. And, and yeah, we're, we're, it is a dark place, but, but the, the light shines ever brighter in, in the darkness, right? And I, you know, it, it's great. It's a great, it can be discouraging, but it, it's great to be able to come together and inspire one another. You know, one of the things that we did a couple of years ago is we, we opened up the Senecal, uh, which means upper room. And it's in Frankfurt, which is North Philadelphia. It's in an, in an impoverished section of Philadelphia, Philadelphia, which is the the most impoverished city, large city in the country, and uh, and 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 you know, oftentimes people who who feel impoverished, they are driven to abortion because they see it as the only way, and so so we opened up the cynical to to address that need to be a light in a dark place and to not allow people who are experiencing poverty to have that drive them to abortion. And it's it's just a couple miles from the worst abortion center in the state, Philadelphia Women's Center, 777 Apple Tree. Um, and, and we want people to, to be able to come there and have their needs met and also hear the hope uh, that is available. So, so at the Cynical, we we partner with Catholic Social Services with the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, and we have a food pantry, we have diaper pantry, we have parenting classes, we have free laundry, we have community dinners, and we do a, a host of other things as as a way to reach out to the community so we can be that light in the dark place. Well, that is brilliant. Uh, it's amazing to hear all that all the grassroots level work that is being done um, at different parts of Philadelphia. Now, uh, speaking of darkness, um, there are definitely a lot of troops gathering, uh, if I may use that imagery, uh, to challenge the existing abortion laws. And what is your response to those advocating for unrestricted 
unrestricted abortion access in Pennsylvania? Well, those who know me would 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 say I'm a pretty mild mannered guy, but when I I come across uh, those advocating for total access uh, to abortion, I I become enraged. I I um, just I, I'm just enraged because it's you know of course whether it's uh, somebody who inherently is uh, purposely uh, deceiving others, or it's just the 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 satanic forces that are uh, uh, spreading that darkness. But but it's murder. We're talking about advocating for the murder of an innocent child, and so I become enraged. That's my reaction, and then uh, we try to uh, uh, spread the the best thing that we can do is is educate. And that's why I'm so glad for the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation, because because of the education that you guys do. And oftentimes we'll reprint in our uh, our newsletter that goes out to 1500 households or our email blast that we send every week. And and we'll say from our friends at the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation, because you guys inform us and then we're able to inform others. And, uh, you know, even of this uh, horrible gathering last week or the or the 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 uh, the Supreme Court's decision that came out the other day, um, uh, it's it's so great to to have you that can help us to educate. Um, so, so that's our response. And then to get out there and please come out if, if you're within the hearing of my voice and you're in southeastern Pennsylvania or anywhere you are in the state, get to an abortion center and stand out and pray. Uh, even if you're not comfortable reaching out, just stand out there and pray. Get get with a friend, get with somebody who's experienced, and please pray, um, because there is a horror that is happening, and uh, we've, we've got to do something about it. Tom, how can we reach the hearts of the public to restore respect for all human life? So, Maria, that's the question I pull my hair out about <laughs> every day. <laughs> how can we reach the? Because I, uh, you know, we're we're okay at reaching the people in the pews, the Catholic Church pews. Um, but as you know, uh, Protestant churches are are less so verbal about pro-life activities and and thought. And then all of the people who are not in the pews, how do we reach them? Secular media won't cover us, won't listen to us, won't publish our views uh, often times. And, um, there, you know, the schools are, uh, are so often uh producing a different message in education and and so it's it's such a challenge and so one way we do it is the philadelphia march for life um you know we're we're having public events and we we hope that it will get a little coverage and and sometimes it does uh, get media coverage like when dobbs happened uh we it was a friday uh, morning 10:21 or whatever time it was and we had a noon uh 
press conference on, on Independence Mall. And we probably had seven uh, different media outlets there. Uh, so we try as hard as we can. Uh, but then we have these events. So the Philadelphia March for Life, the first one we had, we had about 1,500 people come to. And you have something like that. And you have some people who come who've never been to anything pro-life before. And uh, and you have a change of heart, a change of mind. And and that's so great. So every way and any way. We have about, uh, I think, five uh organizations that go into high schools, thank God for that, Culture Project, Generation Life, uh, and a few others. And and it's so important to have those and support those. And then then, uh, helping anybody who's doing education, uh, we want to help. But gosh, it's a battle, isn't it, Maria, these days? It is. It is a challenge. It's it's a battle that we uh, wage peacefully and prayerfully and civilly, um, but it is a huge challenge for us in the culture in which we uh, operate right now. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. You know, uh, one thing that we added to our Philadelphia March for Life that you might be interested to know uh, is this year, uh, this past year, and we're going to do it again this year, is we added... Philadelphia's biggest baby shower. Oh, yes. And so part, part of our thinking behind that was, how can we get the, the media and the public interested in an event? Well, well, this is, uh, you know, it's not just anti-abortion, as they would call us, but, but it's, it's we're helping moms. We're helping moms. We're helping babies. And so during our march, we we invited people to come and bring donations. And so we had a truck and we were collecting donations of diapers and strollers and pack in place and, and wipes and, uh, you know, anything. And of course, infant clothes and anything that might help a mom. And, uh, and then in September, we had, we had a, a event where people were able to, to come and moms, we had about 400 moms and we were able to, to uh, serve those moms with the donations. It was great. Oh, who doesn't love a baby shower, right? <laughs> right. That's <laughs> and, right. Uh, just to close us off real quick, what advice do you have for a young person interested in joining the pro-life movement? Oh, gosh, take a step. Take a move. Go to something. Uh, go, you know, maybe uh, being out in front of an abortion center isn't your first step, but go serve somewhere. Go go to a pregnancy resource center, call them up, say, is there any way I can help? And come to the Seneca and, uh, and be at even one of our community dinners. Go to the Philadelphia March for Life this summer, um, but just take a step and, and you'll find yourself becoming educated and you'll want to be more involved. So just do something. Great advice. <laughs> yeah, that's terrific advice. And uh, I'm wondering, um, Tom, what is the best part of your work at the Pro-Life Union? The best part. Yeah. When I ask my kids, what was the best part of vacation? They say, everything. That's their little joke. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, what's the best part? I I mean, the best part, of course, is is seeing uh, a baby that is alive, 
because of something that somebody did, of the sacrifice that they made or the outreach that that they made or, or the hope that they were able to present to see a mom who has a baby. And she says, I can't believe it. We just had a, one of our uh, residents at Guiding Storm Ministry just did a video for us. And she said, I can't believe that I considered abortion. And she had an appointment set for an abortion. She said, I can't believe because this baby is has brought me so much joy. And we all know that's that's the truth. A, a, a life brings joy. And uh, and so that's the best is is seeing once in a while the victories and knowing that we're doing the, the most important work. And that's right. Maybe one one other thing is getting to to work with uh, so many uh, saintly people. I mean, it, you know it. There are, there are so many uh, people who are living sacrificial lives, lives of prayer, uh, lives of service. And where can people reach you? How can they how can they come to you? Can you give us give our listeners a little bit of that information? Sure. Yeah. Please give us a call 215-885-8150. Five zero, we would love to hear from you. We're sending us an email, info at prolifeunion dot org, or go go uh, scroll around our website at prolifeunion dot org. You can also go to senecalphilly dot org or guidingstar dot org, which is our Senecal is our our outreach in Frankfurt and Guiding Star is our maternity home. So. And Tom, we've got less than two minutes left. I'm wondering what advice would you have for a young person interested in joining the pro-life movement? Well, I I would say is uh, one thing, give us a call. I do, We just had, a, I have a, a Zoom meeting scheduled with a high school student tomorrow afternoon uh, who contacted us. She, she, uh, her parents get our email blast and, and she saw an opportunity to serve. And, and you know, when I, when I hear a young person who wants to get involved, I, I, I want to uh, uh, embrace that person, you know, help them any way that we can so, so that we, we make sure they, they uh, are, are shuttled into some service and and some help. So so uh, yeah, just just try something. Reach out. Ask your school if you go to Catholic school if they have a pro life club. Uh, but but call the pro life federation. Oftentimes Maria will send people to to us who are in our area. Thanks Maria. And uh, um, so yeah, just give a shout out and, and we'll try to help you find a way to to fit in. Tom Stevens the president and CEO of the Pro-Life Union of Greater Philadelphia and of the related Guiding Star Ministries. Thanks so much for being on Positively Pro-Life today. Oh, what a great joy. Thank you. Positively Pro-Life is made possible through the generous support of the members of the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation all across the Commonwealth. Remember, there's always a reason to choose life.